bucks. Never stop here. You're listening to Green and Growing, hosted by Sparky Pfeiffer and Nathan Marzion. Want to first lead off uh, with Ty Ty Washington, a point guard, uh, former first-round pick, uh, and a guy that uh, they brought in on a uh, another two-way deal here uh, is Ty Ty Washington. I, I am very interested uh, to see exactly what the Bucks are thinking uh, with this point guard position because we've been talking about nonstop that they didn't have a backup uh, for Drew Holiday, uh, and now. Uh, they've got a bunch of dudes on two-way contracts that are point guards. So a bunch of guys essentially, I guess, are going to kind of battle it out to see who that other point guard is going to be possibly uh, going forward uh, for the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Again, he was the 29th pick of Washington back in the uh, 2022 uh, draft. So very young. Uh, the floater, that's his game, right? Getting to the lane uh, with some type of quickness to be able to uh, get that floater up uh, in the middle of the lane. He's done that. He's a nice player. A uh, lot of upside to him. Uh, and for whatever reason, just wasn't able to work out in his couple of stops uh, last year. Uh, remember, he was traded to the Hawks, who then traded him to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, and that obviously didn't work out. They released him. So then he became a free agent. Uh, and uh, the Milwaukee Bucks now have them, Ty uh, Ty Washington. During his rookie year, Washington averaged just under five points per game, rebound and a half, assist and a half, shot about 36% from the field, 23% from three, only played 31 regular season games in general. He did play in the G League, and this is where I think Bucks fans get excited, averaged 26.5 points in the G League, 6.5 rebounds, 7.5 assists, uh, steal and a half per contest, shot 40 percent almost 41 percent from the field uh, in eight regular season games so there's some excitement level around him going forward would I rather have had a veteran backup point guard absolutely yes I would I'd much rather have that but the mantra of this offseason outside of bringing back Jay Crowder uh, the the mantra of this offseason has been younger uh, and more athletic which is the same mantra the Green Bay Packers uh, have had uh, during their last offseason of drafts and so forth on building their roster. Younger, faster, more athletic. That's what kind of where both of these teams uh, want to be uh, and get better at. And the Packers obviously have done that. If you listen to the Curtin Long podcast that you can download on Odyssey or wherever you download your podcast, a favorite podcast app, just like for the Green and Growing podcast, um, you hear us talking about that all the time, Ryan Horvath and myself. And with the Bucks. Uh, a lot of these younger players, I still am not convinced, are going to see the light of day come crunch time uh, in whether it be big moments in the regular season or whether it be playoff games, uh, unless somebody really just jumps off the paper and really plays well. Uh, the Ty Ty Washington thing uh, is interesting because if at the end of this season, if things don't go right and they miss the playoffs or whatever the case may be, if he shows you enough um, during the course of a season and if you decide to move on from Drew Holiday um, and decide to either trade Drew Holiday uh, for a, a better asset, maybe a different position, whatever the case may be, however this plays out, this gives you now a young guy uh, to kind of throw into that lineup going forward uh, to help with Giannis moving forward. Now, if Giannis's biggest thing is and biggest concern is, and he hasn't officially said this, is the aging process of this roster and wanting to have guys closer to his age or younger to play with going forward, if that's it, then okay. 
then this kind of makes sense. If if you think Bochamp can take the next step and become that two or three, uh, and if Washington or one of these other guys uh, can end up being maybe a point guard that you can groom into being that guy, then you've got maybe a backcourt of the future kind of going forward past Holiday and Middleton. Now remember, the one thing that everybody preached about Adrian Griffin when they hired him as the new head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks was he's a player development guy. Jimmy Butler praised Adrian Griffin for how much he helped him develop. So maybe part of the thinking here is with Adrian Griffin is if we're going to turn over this roster over the next three to five years, which they're going to have to, and if we're going to convince Giannis to stay, we're going to have to do our best to add younger players to the roster, develop them in the next couple of years while the frontline players are playing. And then when it's their time to shine, hopefully they are ready to step in the role and play. Kind of like Jordan Love, dare I say. And I'm not saying Ty Ty Washington is Jordan Love. Don't get me wrong. But he is a first-round pick. And if you're a first-round pick, normally that means you got some talent, you got something that people think that they can get out of you. Does every first-round pick work in the NBA? No, every first-round pick doesn't work. And there's no guarantee that this will work for the Milwaukee Bucks. But it's low risk, high reward. If he turns out to be the player that everybody thought he could be, of what would merit him to be a first-round pick, uh, then it's a great move. A great move. John Horst is brilliant if this ends up with him as the starting point guard of the future going forward with the Milwaukee Bucks. He's got the talent. There's no question he can score the basketball. Now the question just becomes, you know, how good is his defense? How much does he understand of being in the right places and all that fun stuff? And how much of a chance are they really going to give him this year um, and then next season? During the regular season, as Nathan Marzian and I have talked numerous times, it really can be used as an extension of the exhibition season. You don't need to play Giannis 32, 34 minutes a night. You just don't. You, You can play... Uh, Middleton last minutes. You can give holiday rest days. I know the NBA hates it, but you can give all these guys breaks and let some of these younger players get 15 or 18 minutes of run on a given night. And then when it comes comes crunch time, Middleton and Holiday go back in and try and finish it off if it's a close game or whatever. But you have to be able to deal with the bumps Um during the regular season of these young guys playing, like Andre Jackson and Bochamp and Ty Ty Washington and so forth, if you're able to do that without being too cringeworthy of, oh, we would have won that game and we not played those kids. If you're able to get past that as an organization, then I think you're better off for it in two or three years if these guys truly are going to be the future of this organization. And none of them may be. These guys may just be played to be pawns and trade chips later to bring in more veteran-type players, veteran-type star players, to this Milwaukee Bucks organization to build around Giannis. With these Giannis comments in the New York Times, everybody's got a story, everybody's got an angle as to what is going on with that. I read a piece the other day, and I don't remember if it was SI or where it was, but a piece talking about what teams, maybe it was CBS Sports, I don't know, but what teams were in the best position to get their hands on Giannis as far as capital that they have to trade in order to get him. Folks, it's not close. It's just not. There is one team that leaps off the paper 
That has everything you would want if you're the Milwaukee Bucks. 